god thank god there's beer in this apartment well, because this I podcast did. is coming to you from the ass under the blue line back in person baby it's the sons of Honarchy podcast beer filled <laughs> fueled by no specific beer because we don't have a sponsor it's your boy <laughs> steve-o at drunk shy Sox fan on twitter Yes, the uh, beer will be un- <laughs> unannounced because they don't give us money. Revolution Brewery. Uh, <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> no free ads. And Hot Take Tommy, on this episode of the Sons of Hanukkah, we are going to talk postseason, baby. Hey, White Sox in the postseason. And fuck Tim Timmons. All this, <laughs> All this brought to you by us. We do not have a corporate sponsor. That's why Tommy can just go on the mic and say, fuck you, Tim Timmons. There you go. Uh... <laughs> Tom, quick recap of your week so far. How you doing? Uh, it's been a little over a week since well, we've been on the mic. Can somebody rate, subscribe, and review us, please? Oh, yes. While you're rate, subscribe, it. review. I'm going to have <laughs> something to say about that actually really quick, but I want to hear about your week. <laughs> My week has been good. Um, I uh, It's actually been real good because I literally I only worked Monday, Tuesday. Literally. Literally only worked Monday, Tuesday. Yep. And then popped in for a game on Tuesday. Fantastic game. Kicked the shit out of the Reds. The fact that you were able to go to a day game, or pardon me, a, a week, week day, day game, game at night, and I didn't, is tears for me. <laughs> and actually, like, and o- I <laughs> opposite of our brands. And I had a great time uh, just ch- chatting it up with uh, Alex Salazar. Alex shout Salazar, shout out. Um, he Supporter <laughs> of the pod. Um, hopefully he got his koozie, by the way. Did he mention that he got our koozie? No, he said fucking Steve didn't send any koozies. It definitely got he sent said, in the mail. He said that. It yeah. is USPS. No, he, <laughs> he did not say that. He did, however, say it was funny that uh, I'm here, even though you talk shit all the time about how you're always there. Let's just and say, I'm never there. And hey, what do you know? Here I, I am at I the I game. have something between my two legs that <laughs> you can... Yeah, uh, oh, no, because I... I have been to 37 games this year so far. I did my last count last night. Um, 37 games, and I'm going to two this weekend. Well, so. I, you know what? Alex was at that game, and I was at that game. You, no show from well, Steve Michael. It's just the fate of the <laughs> semi-Giants fans. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> all I got to say is uh, we had a good time talking Tim Lincecum in the <laughs> – anyway, anyway, anyway. So that's not even uh, – so <laughs> – the reason why I find myself here, th- not the only reason, but I, I, I'm not working Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday this week. So it was great, even better time to enjoy the game. You know, CTA was driving me home, so I didn't have to worry about it. Plenty of virtue rosé oh, ciders. Criminal. For- <laughs> if anybody saw on Twitter, this man posted a picture of himself sipping and endorsing virtue rosé cider at the ballpark absolutely fantastic of all of the beer beverage choices that not you a beer can get at the ballpark i really said cider i said beer and beverage okay, choices okay. that you can get at the ballpark and you chose virtue rosé cider finished off the night with a vodka soda with lemon too so wow you had had a little, yeah that's a little toasty for you tom i had a good time my guys uh and gals uh so i genuinely genuinely enjoyed myself um and yes Virtue, rosé, cider, all day long. Fantastic beverage. Absolutely highly recommend. Accessory, uh, you know, who, who knows? What if uh, somebody might be gluten-free? Got a shout-out for Kayla out there. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, the fiancé is in the apartment, and yes, she is gluten-free. So, uh, yeah. Nonetheless, yeah, there no, are so many better beverage choices. Keep trashing that beverage. Keep trashing that beverage. I'd rather drink a Bud Light seltzer. <laughs> 
Oh, Seltzer here we go. She says Seltzer's is superior. There it is. I don't even have the support of the crowd here. Wow. Um, yep. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm not even trying. I'm trying to tell you about my week, Steve, here. And you're just dumpster. I mean, you've already talked a you ton about it. I mean, you're not me. working, so you have nothing else going on. <laughs> you kidding me right now? You kidding me right now? I well, tell us why you're here. Okay. Actually, so in person. <laughs> okay. This is not why I'm here. This is exactly why you're here in my, person. <laughs> my in-laws have uh, decided to fly in from California, and they are- On a whim. <laughs> not <laughs> so not totally on a whim um the, the parents of the in-law unit were planned that was calculated we knew they were coming we had the room set aside for them last minute texas unit of the family decided to fly in to uh join said party for um i would say the foreseeable but it's gonna be till monday like we've got six extra people in our three bed two i was bath. going to say you have a three bed place right yeah yeah so six 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 extra people on top of the three people that live there so that's nine people so yeah i'm not working because I, I got school to handle at the same time so i'm just gonna like full-time job the whole cleaning of the place because <laughs> It's literally been a full-time job keeping this place clean. I, I swear absolutely on everything. Holy. Don't forget, there's two babies in there. There's two babies that are just throwing diapers. Like Two babies? Yeah. Um, it's been grand. That's not why I'm here, Steve. I'm not running away from my family, Steve. Don't say that. Don't put those words in my You're mouth. You're not running away from your family. You're running toward your true love. <laughs> oh, my which God. Which is me. Uh, right? Absolutely. Which is baseball and beer. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Baseball, beer, <laughs> and bullshitting with me. Right? Shouts to the one away. <laughs> um, speaking of shouts to people. And I know you mentioned rate, subscribe, review Indeed. Um, earlier on. I do have to say this. We got a negative review the other day. Hey, we, we did say, we did say, give us those negative reviews if you've got them. Yeah, we keep did. Keep us at we, four stars, people. I said, I said, keep us accountable. You know, if you've got something <laughs> to say, whether it be positive <laughs> or negative, come on the air. And somebody came on the air and came, or not came on the air. They came over our... Uh, Apple Podcast reviews mm-hmm. um, and gave us a piece of their mind. I'm not going to go into the specifics of it. I, I don't know if that's worth the time. And crack them. Shout out to Ontap Sportsnet. <laughs> uh, hey, we got two Popular Socks podcast uh, shout outs right there early on. Yes, we did. Uh, We're done. Yep, no free ads. No more free ads. Um, even though this old Irving beer that I'm about to tap oh into, God. absolutely delicious. They follow us on Twitter, though. They do. We're um, never going to get through this podcast. No, we're not. With all the <laughs> shout outs we have to give. Um, it was a very negative review. Yes. Uh, we got called self-righteous. We did. Um, which Well, we are. So I got clear, clearly. Oh, for sure. Look at us. The most self-righteous people that just Indeed. drink and talk so much about our plethora of baseball knowledge and oh insight. yeah we're so knowledgeable and just like you can't oh <laughs> don't you no one will ever be on our level <laughs> um but luckily I, I shared that information on twitter and a couple good friends of the podcast Indeed. who have been regular listeners in the past um and one of them i guess in the present um <laughs> commented on uh, and in support of us and gave us five star reviews one of them being alex rude who says he does not listen to our podcast on a regular basis but don't be like him and do so um and then uh our buddy uh adam from kc adam kc 1980 on twitter my guy um who housed my fiance and i when we were in kansas city that's, so shouts to him damn right um he went on there and said, I may be a boomer, 
which he's not a boomer, but he <laughs> called himself a boomer. He's like, I may be a boomer, but I sure do love this podcast. So shouts to both of them for being in our corner when people, you know, trash us for no really good reason. Yeah, um, I, I I was thrown off by the You were a little personally offended by it. I'm it not going to lie, you, <laughs> because I got fired up from yeah. it. Yeah. And you yeah. were like, oh, maybe we should, like, reassess ourselves. I, well, I was like, you know, okay, so pe- everybody's got an opinion, and everybody's opinion comes from somewhere. So Opinions are like armpits and butt cracks, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Everyone's got them, and they stink. <laughs> Including ours. No, um, so, <laughs> so I just, I was like, okay, what do we, and then I, like, thought about his words, and I'm like, I just I don't see it. So hey, man, you know, tip of the cap, tip of the cap. Um, I'm gonna move on with my damn life. So <laughs> yep. And we are. And instead of after that review, we were actually below four stars. But, but we're back up, baby. We are your favorite four point one star <laughs> podcast, baby. <laughs> Gfy. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> well, we are a White Sox baseball podcast, despite our self righteousness. Yes. Tommy. Yes. Are you done freaking out? I'm done freaking out bro. about the White Sox oh and their my state. God, because last time we recorded, you were like, "Oh my God, this team's not ready for sub- or for October baseball. <laughs> it's late September. We suck. Oh my God, meltdown." Yeah, no, I, it was a full scale meltdown on my side of the mic. Um, and uh, yeah, we're fine. We're like, we're literally fine. Also, I owe an apology to Gavin Sheets. Yeah. Yeah, I Mister, do. I don't know I if uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if he's got it, man. Dude, that power left hand, like I'm just gonna call it a stroke because that's what it is. It really is. Uh huh. He's gonna have. We. <laughs> I was talking about this in, in the sock big socks group chat that I'm part of. Somebody said it. I can't remember who, but they said Gavin Sheets. He's gonna have a big hit in the playoffs. He's absolutely going to have a big playoff hit. I'm I'm calling it right now. I think it's going to be. It's going to be like a game three or four DS home run that really keeps the mm-hmm. Sox alive or pushes them to the CS. Mm-hmm. I really think he's going to have a enormous clutch hit, um, especially against Houston. Gavin Sheets is definitely a guy that you need on the roster against Houston because the one thing that Houston really struggles at this year is pulling a, a effective lefty out of the pen. And that was the one thing where people were critical about Houston at the deadline. They did not acquire the left-handed bullpen help that they needed. So, mm. I, I, they're forced to put in a righty. You have Gavin Sheets in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yeah. Huge. He's absolute necessity on this 26-man roster for the playoffs. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't believe that you were, like, hesitant about it. I, I I was I was super hesitant about it because I was taking the breadth of what Andrew Vaughn did for the team, um, for the season, for sure. But and his future. I yes, mean, Andrew yes. Vaughn's future is very very bright. Yeah, I'm not, and that's not to say that Gavin Sheets' future is not very very bright. They're they're both they they both both of them got a place. So um, I mean, it makes my calculus a little harder because I'm not taking Billy out. Sorry, <laughs> Billy Eilish is on that team. Billy um, Eilish. Sorry, yes. Hamilton. My bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> and he he's on the team. Uh, so stop, Steve. Stop. He's not. He's on the team for the I'm playoffs. I'm just over here checking out. So, but it's fine. 
But we, we you gotta... you were freaking out about the White Sox. What did, what did, what did I tell you that they were well, going to go on a run? Right? Yes, I had a come to Jesus moment at the game on Tuesday, watching them clobber the. Are they now Cincinnati? If I am not mistaken, they're six and two in their last eight. Yeah, basically since I talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're they're really good. They're they're doing really well. I think it, I I think it was the length of that road stand where they were just constantly not at home, right? And just waiting for the clinch. Then once the clinch happened and they came home, they're just feeling it. They're them feeling themselves, and you know, Raylo is the best pitcher in the staff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, according hold to that my one back. according to the eye test that I had, uh, and he did give up that solo dinger, but bruh, he looked good. He's just dealing. Lasik, Lasik, Lasik Lopez, baby, Lasik Lopez. I I'm gonna I'm gonna coin that one. I'm gonna take credit for Patent that one. It, put it on a t-shirt for sure. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> All rights go to the Sons of Hanarchy. Um, <laughs> we got to make some money. <laughs> obviously, the Sox looked really good against the Reds. Um. But right before that, Sox had a game against Detroit. They yeah. squeaked out a victory. Um, looked really good at first and then kind of went off the gas pedal and ended up winning that game by a run. Yeah. What are our thoughts on that Jose Abreu situation? Well, I'm going to tell you straight the fuck up. I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. Now, look. Look, if you're going to hit the AL MVP, you best know. You ju- you just, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And 21st time that season, this season, not acceptable. We've said it before, just don't have bum-ass pitchers thrown inside <laughs> Without some glue on their fingers. Oh, here we go. Because they can't do it. Back to the glue. They can't control. And if they're if the book says pitch Jose inside, mm-hmm. but you can't control it, and you hit him, and you don't say sorry or, hey, my bad, at least, which, to Jose's credit, that's why he said he was unhappy, is because man's hits him. Doesn't even look at him when he's walking to first base. He's and ashamed. And so, yeah. Young well, pitcher who's ashamed. Right? I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to be a douche. Because he, Well, he plays for the Detroit Tigers. So, there's that. There's your phone mm. going off, too. Very yeah, on also brand. On brand. Um, well, if you're going to play for the Detroit Tigers and be a bum-ass pitcher not in the league next year, <laughs> sorry. The guy's been say his name. What's his name? this year. What's his damn name? Can't then? remember it. Exactly, exactly. Bring it down, baby. You know who we're gonna know next year? We're gonna know Jose Abreu's name. <laughs> exactly. So, and his slide into second, Steve. I don't, don't give, even. I don't give a damn who you are. That slide was legal as fuck. He looked like a freaking freshman who doesn't understand how to play the game baseball with that slide. You know exactly what he was trying to do. Especially the way that he got up and did it and got in Goodrum's face. Come on. Come on, Tommy. Get off your fandom rock for no, a no, second. No. no, 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 no. Get off the milk carton. Steve? You know exactly what that slide was intending. 
I'm holding myself back because that is the one time, the the only situation you are allowed to come in hard on the player who is holding the ball at second base is when they are standing okay. over the bag, which is exactly what Nico Goodrum was doing. And mind you, I think the whole thing that is lost in this argument, and I'm about to give some credit where you don't think I'm about to, so hold on before you go off. That ball caroms off of whoever the fuck is playing uh, Haas, Eric Haas, caroms off of him because it was a shitty-ass pitch from a bum-ass pitcher, and it dives far to the left. Jose takes advantage of it and advances to second, so he thought. Eric Haas threw a damn dart exactly where well, he needed er- to er- throw it. Eric Haas is a White Sox killer. I- I've yeah. already been... And that that is lost in translation. If you watch that highlight again, watch the ball, and it, he can throws it exactly where he needs to throw it. Nico Goodrum, all he had to do was put his glove where the ball was coming, right. and he had Jose Abreu Jose dead to Abreu rights. also slid exactly where you would slide if you're looking to injure somebody or injure yourself. It's a dumb-ass move. I'll be honest. Steve. I know you are here. Listen, I know you're about to call me a Jose Abreu hater. Mm-hmm. I know you're about to rip on me yes. for saying that I'm hypercritical of him. Yes. I don't care because that's the last thing that you need to do. Number one, because they don't have a history, him and Goodrum. They don't have a history, him and this bum pitcher whose name I literally I can't remember. He's a piece of garbage. Listen, it doesn't matter. Listen, can you tell me the last time Jose Abreu was plunked against Detroit? No, but he's— I, I, middle, of, I, middle of 2019— I get it. Like, Mid- Middleweight 2019. I promise you I do understand. But it's it's the principle of the thing. Like th- Somebody's got to change the so book on him. So the frustration toward 20 other pitchers is now being exerted upon Nico Goodrum, who is covering a base on an attempted steal. Dude, pull to the side. On a, or, on a, or understand on that a, you're putting— he Play. put him Nico Goodrum put himself on top of the bag. That that area is entitled to the base runner because that is where they're going. It is not entitled to the goddamn Detroit Tigers. That's a stupid argument. It's not stupid, Steve. It's, it's, it's literally Okay, so what it about genuinely in So what about the, the guy what about the guy who's book. covering? What about the guy who's covering? Guy who's he covering has the no bag? entitlement to that area. That's a that's no. No. Where where's Jose, where's Jose supposed to slide? On on the fucking side trying to do some Javi Baez type no, shit. No, but he doesn't slide no. into the guy at full speed running into a bag in game 156 of the year. Okay. Steve, I need you to put your hatred of Jose Abreu in your back it's pocket. It's not for even five a hatred seconds. of Jose Abreu. It's a hatred for the situation because that sparks an entire other situation where which could have been avoided. Bench is now clear. You are causing an issue with a team that is a nobody this year. You are picking a fight with a team that is not even close to your level. Not even close. Over 500 since June. Still not even close to your <laughs> level in general. Okay? A team that is not going to be in the playoffs. Yes. And now you've got an issue with Tim Anderson, possibly 
being that, suspended. Now no. that doesn't carry into the playoffs, luckily. And that's not that's actually where I wanted to go with the bone picks, so I'm coming back to that. But keep going. Because you're finally talking damn sense, Steve. You're finally talking sense. Stay away from these situations. I know, and here's the thing. I'm the guy on Twitter who is like, yeah, this is going to fire up this team, and they're going to be ready for October baseball now. Yes. I truly believe that. I actually do believe that there's a little bit of truth to that. At the same time, I think Jose's aspect of it was a little bit headassery. Steve, I... But back to Tim. Back to Tim. Okay. Yes, I... Okay. I, I literally that that made sense. Like it, it doesn't make sense to pick a fight with somebody you're not going to see in the postseason. They don't matter. And a team that you're going season and, and bring be that up again in the postseason. Bring that up I again. One more side point. It's a team you're also going to see for three more games right before you enter the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when someone gets beamed? What happens when someone gets slid in too hard and gets injured? This is a situation that is a lose lose for the White Sox. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, yes. But Dallas Keuchel is going to be the guy that throws at somebody, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, even it's worse. <laughs> I'm worried about yeah. Peralta for the Tigers. You know, head gunning for Yasmani Grandal. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Or or oh, Jose Urania is he scheduled to pitch? Because that motherfucker. Pardon, sorry, sorry. That was anger. Yes, speaking. Jose Urania, that motherfucker, he absolutely... He's got a history of hitting players. And he does it on poipus. So, so I don't yeah. think he's in the rotation for the for the weekend. But, yeah. that so being said... That's something to keep your eye on out there. Um, but, yeah, you do make sense. Um, now to the real crux of the issue. What the fuck was that suspension for Tim Anderson? You're telling me. Uh, let's zoom out before you. Actually, I don't. I don't want your response yet because I know you're about to disagree with me again because you're a dickwad. Um, <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> I, I, I mm, zoom out. You've got a hit batsman on the side of the White Sox, and a legal slide in a second on the side of the White Sox. Bench is clear. And the only suspension coming out of all of that is Tim Anderson. Un-goddamn-believable. Unbelievable. Steve, to you. So, we don't know if the... We don't... Here's the thing. I oh, think... Oh, we, here's I, the thing, by the way. I think we are pretty certain at this point that that hit-by-pitch on Abreu was not on purpose. Yeah, it didn't look. Yeah, right. It was an off-speed pitch. It caught a fleshy. I think it was a fastball, fam. We can fact we can fact check that. <laughs> but it caught a fleshy part. Yes, it did. And, well, uh, luckily, luckily, and, and he was fine. Right. Tim, I'll say this: you just can't make contact with an umpire, and I know that may be one of your. Rules of baseball that you don't like is if you're a new person to the game. Thing is, the umpire is not a professional athlete. <laughs> like, far from it. Yeah. Okay? Umpires are usually of the older variety as well. Country to Joe be, West. <laughs> umpires, I, I'll be honest, are defenseless in a sense. They got padding. They've got, they've got their union. 
Yes. They've got their union. They've got <laughs> powerful uh, motherfucking union, uh, by the way. Nah. Compared to MOPA, not so much. MOPPA. They um, they should have been robots ten years ago. So yes, well, they're powerful enough. If to keep you the have not job. heard about that, robot umps and and their experiments in lower levels of baseball have been atrocious. Funny, yeah. Now, umps are, in my opinion, defenseless. They have to go. They have to call a game. Be perfect, and if they are not perfect. They are scrutinized badly. Now, I'm not saying that obvious calls that umps miss or calls that they make that are obvious misses, like, that those are excusable. Like the uh, called third strike that <laughs> Liam Hendricks threw a slider, like, way inside to end that game, that game that we're talking about. <laughs> Liam Hendricks did not throw a strike, <laughs> and, we no, end, and that speed, ended the speed game. Speed up of the game. Yeah. Um that being so all of that being said we have to remember that umpires are human too there's a human element to the game and they are in tim timmons is in tim anderson's way and so tim timmons should be the one suspended for three games because tim anderson has shit to do on the field and tim timmons got in the damn way beat someone's ass yeah you're damn right some beat some detroit tiger ass this isn't the nhl this pardon me the nhl doesn't even allow that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this isn't the AHL. <laughs> this isn't the USHL. This is this isn't the BMO Harris Center. <laughs> exactly. This is not the BMO Bear BMO Harris Bank Center in downtown Rockford, baby. Ice hogs, baby. Hey, don't hate. I grew up on that shit. Oh my god, I'm dead. You just and it's not WWE, okay? The umpires do have a job to do, and it's to make sure that the game remains semi-peaceful right okay and i know you're gonna say he got in tim's way and whatnot but that's his job well look like you have a you have a whole ass scrum on the field where not just the dugouts but the bullpens are out there everybody's at second base okay you don't think somebody's gonna touch an umpire tempers through the damn roof and i yes the umpires are supposed to be between the teams trying to defuse it's somebody's going to get bumped and, and the fact that tim anderson is the one that gets called out for that yes it's because he's black in my opinion okay everybody's gonna freak out and be like oh you of course you had to play that card well look nobody else Got fucking suspended. You're right. Jose Abreu should have got suspended. Honestly, if you're going to suspend somebody, suspend Jose Abreu and then find out through appeals that that was a bullshit suspension. But still, it Gavin Sheets is the only one that stopped Jose Abreu from stomping somebody. Right. So, fine. Suspend Jose Abreu. I would literally accept that more so than, oh, I'm, I bumped into maybe well, a little a push. Bump. But... It's a full arm they're, extension. They on are at. They are in each other's faces, and Tim said, "Get out of my face! Don't touch an arm." Here's the thing: you, you, this is coming from the guy that played what coach pitch. Yes, and I got beaned by my coaches. Right, I get it. Don't touch an ump. Okay, that's like that's rule number one. 
That's golden rule. The last suspension that it's came one thing, to it's mind. It's one thing to argue with an ump. It's another thing to actually make contact. The last suspension that came to mind as soon as I read the article was when Tim Anderson was suspended after he now, got hit and used that's bullshit. part of that the vernacular. Is 100% bullshit. That was 100% bullshit. The Kansas City suspension in 2019. Yes, if for, you don't, if for you don't him, know. For him being himself by bat flipping, then getting hit by a pitch purposefully, and we know that. Yes. And then mouthing and then using a part of his own vernacular that he's allowed to own. And he got suspended. And he got suspended for it and no one else, right? So that, if you don't know about that it. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. If you don't know about it. not a big fan of what Tim did. If you don't know about it, go look up that 2019 suspension. Our listeners should know about that 2019 this, suspension. They absolutely should. They, this brought that to mind for me because of the situation and everything around it, and how Tim had nothing to fucking do with it. And that's and the he's problem. He's the man too. on the damn pine. Tim, that's inappropriate, in my opinion. I absolutely agree that Tim had nothing to do with it. Call this a boomer take here mm. he had nothing to do with the situation <laughs> he should have stayed out of it the white side it should never have been a bench clearing altercation and that's why i put a lot of it on a break so <sighs> unbelievable absolutely unbelievable that Sorry. you don't have your captains back Love absolutely Blair. unbelievable miss blair but that was not a good move so you, you cannot fault him for having a human reaction to being hit for the 21st goddamn time in the season. Okay, you did not expect us to talk for 15 minutes about a, a thing that happened last weekend. But just everybody's going to be watching this Detroit series with the same same thing I in their back of God their brain. No one gets hurt before the playoffs. That's my prayer. I hope so too. I hope we speak with the bat. I hope we speak with the with the pitching dominance and i hope that if something is thrown in retaliation to the white Sox, that it's not injury provoking and that we do not react yeah all right i think that's yeah we can stop there on that drink break drink break it is yeah i gotta cool off oh my god welcome back on the air, Sons of Honarchy, in person. As you can tell, we're fired up. Oh, yeah. Um, but we've got a brand new segment that we're going to unroll this week. This could be a limited edition thing. This could be <laughs> a, a mainstays. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll see how it rolls out. Uh, but <laughs> this one is called They Proved Me Wrong. Tom, do you want to get us started with this one? Yeah, um, I think this is a big They Proved Me Wrong, at least at least on my side. Okay. Um, and you even called it a hot take. Um, hot take, tell me. So, uh, T L R. You sir did a thing this year. Um, yeah, I was super outspoken, super outspoken about not wanting him. Like, I didn't want anything to do with Tony La Russa managing this ball club. It felt disingenuine. It, it felt out of place, out of touch. It felt 
looked wrong. It felt like it didn't match this team and what it stood for. Uh, he proved me wrong. He he proved me wrong. And I, I man, I like it took me obviously the entire season to come to that conclusion. But I mean, the evidence is all here. The, this team would die for the goddamn guy. Uh, and and uh, you know, mind you, your me Mercedes incident aside, there there's not a a man on the roster that doesn't want to fight for him and and he does get them fired up and he does do a good job with the bullpen and he does do a good job handling the cultural efficacy of the whole damn thing he 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 he, he does a good job he he, just, he does a good job and he's <laughs> you ever seen him uh run out of the dugout he's like he's fired out of a cannon over there he's <laughs> quick on his feet that guy um it's like Yasmani Grandal sprint speed. <laughs> that would be a race I want to see. Now, I, 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 I am interested to know if he's ever gonna get a new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just go for the shaved head book, Tony. <laughs> We're gonna be bald brothers together, baby. Uh, I just, I think you know, with the postseason coming up. It made me think, and I, it's it's a I find it to be a stretch, a genuine stretch, to think of reasons to dislike Tony, and and the job he's done. I, I know his past is checkered, and I and I have faulted him for it up to this point. He does it. He he does a good job. He he just does, and. I'm I'm gonna leave it right there. He, he proved me wrong. Damn guy proved me wrong. And Fair. and fuck if 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 I can say I'm wrong, and that I can turn around on a subject like this, a subject as near and dear to my heart as this, then shoot. Fair. I mean, oftentimes we tell you you're wrong on this podcast, <laughs> whether you like to believe it or not. That's the royal we over there. Um, <laughs> many people um, have messaged me about your wrongness. Hot take, Tommy. I'll say this. I'm, I'm going to play. I agree with you for the most part. I'm going to play devil's advocate on a couple parts. Sure. The first was the beginning of the season in regard to like bullpen usage and whatnot. Sure, 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 sure. But, fair, he, fair, you know, he wor- worked through it, right? He did. He learned the rules of the game, too, by the way. Yes. That is a lot. <laughs> Sad as moments. Uh, whether that be age, whether that be being away from the field. The second thing that I was going to bring up was that it's hard to screw up with this much talent. Yeah, fair. The big thing with that, I guess the counterpoint to my counterpoint, would be that he was without Luis for a big chunk of time. He was without Grandal for a big chunk of time. He was he had some starting pitching injuries that he had to work around this year. Nick Madrigal and having to work around that. And let's not miss the big one, Aloy Jimenez, right? at the beginning of the year, which had everybody who bet over on the White Sox 90-and-a-half wins at first really, really worried. Take it to the bank, fam! Absolutely. They, I had some friends that bet that 90-and-a-half, and that was a good take. 
Hot Take Tommy wasn't in your corner. Oh, yeah, I was under on that shit. Oh, he was absolutely under on that I one. I was under, but division winners, I believe, if if I can quote myself correctly. I thought we were going to be under that total, but division winners nonetheless. That's a interesting take. I think that's where I was at, but, I mean, yes, it was an interesting take, especially at the time. And whatever, it doesn't matter. Back to you, sir. Yes, so my, they proved me wrong, Shane fucking Reardon. <laughs> it's a fun one. That brings me a laugh out of this. Everybody who listens to this podcast may or may not know I have kind of taken a dump all over the executive producer from 670 The Score, Shane Reardon. However, Shane Reardon has earned my respect as well as the respect of the White Sox Twitter Bureau of Investigations uh, <laughs> corner in letting us know that he does not like to accept calls from John from Joliet. If you Otherwise know, known as. <laughs> uh, formerly known as a, a, a fan since 62. Mm-hmm. Um, or, um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to use governments. We're not. No, we don't need government names. John well, from that, Joliet will do just fine. And because we are a clean podcast in some ways, at least in the ratings, scale of things we're a clean podcast yeah we don't we don't label ourselves as explicit um that being said i i will not say what said john from joliet has done and said to people in twitter dms you can ask us off air you can also you can also infer uh plenty from just that right uh all that being said shane literally used his platform to speak up against someone who has been a total creep, weirdo, mm-hmm. and just absolute wronged people um, in more ways than one on White Sox Twitter. So, kudos to you, Shane. I'll, uh, let's, you know what? Find me, Shane. Don't big time me, and I'll buy <laughs> you a beer. <laughs> yes, the man known for his big timing. No, he, um, yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree in this situation where I, I think I had him pegged in my brain and he, he has he has his standards and he holds them. That's fair. And there's there's something to that. And. Hey, you know what? Cheers to you, Shane. We, we've definitely dumpstered him on this podcast. Oh, for sure. And Absolutely. He, he, he probably doesn't listen, but but. Fuck it, man. I mean, like, we have people who listen to this podcast who are in direct contact with him, though. Yeah. So, and, and it all, it does surprise me every once in a while who does. So, I mean, fuck, man. We have fun out here. So, y'all, I'm glad you're like here. Like I said, Shane, find me. Beer on me. Um, Tom, you were talking about TOR. Mm-hmm. And TOR, I was looking at the 2006 Cardinals team. Wait, wait, so Tony Lee Russo, not tender love and relationships? Yes. Thank you. Okay, just clarifications are necessary. No one no one says that. What is that? <laughs> I've heard of TLC. Definitely not TOR. They're one and the same in, in, in some ways. That's that's a hot take, Tommy. You know, it? I am not sober anymore. So There it is, <laughs> ladies and gents. I'm going to go prep Tommy's bed right after this here at the apartment. Now, he led a very cold Cardinals team 
mm-hmm. into the playoffs in 2006. Speaking speaking of flashback for, for this season with the damn right. Cardinals. You were so worried. And, yeah, the Cardinals getting hot, right, which is really crazy. I mean, just, 17 just straight fact. going into tonight. I wonder how they're doing. Unbelievable. Yeah, we can we – can, anyway. Look at that later. Crazy. Be, but we're a White Sox podcast, baby. Um, <laughs> but he led a very – uh, a Cardinals team that that you know kind of I don't know crept their way through the season didn't dominate the NL Central and then ended up winning the World Series. Okay, like think about that in regard to Tony Larusa and like maybe if you were worried about this cold streak that was uh, you know a couple weeks ago. Now October baseball, we're set, baby. We're here. Um, it may it yeah barring some miracle. Of the Houston Astros melting down and the White Sox winning the rest of their games, it's going to be a three seed. Now, beyond that, Tom, I want to ask you about players. Who do you expect to have an absolutely insane October for the White Sox? I hear me out. If you say who I think you're going to say. I want to say Carlos Rodon, but the the velocity is 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 kind of scaring me. Um, he did shut the haters up though, and I love that with this five for inning the five inning one hit for the velocity issues. He kept it under seventy pitches at what number, Tom? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carlos Rodon threw uh, sixty nine pitches. Nice <laughs> in his last outing. And he, and he gave it to the, the Cincinnati Reds, which, I mean, I, I genuinely think— Only were, gave up one hit over five. Yeah, and, and a lot of people were saying he was going to get shelled yeah. or, or you know, he wasn't going to be showing out. And mind, mind you, a lot of people, and, and my, me included, were looking for velocity more than results, and the velocity was not there. So, yes, I'm, I'm slightly worried, and that's why he's not the man that I'm going to say— for this question, you said, who do I expect to have an absolutely insane October? And my answer is Dylan Sees. Wow. Hot take Tommy coming in, ladies and gentlemen. Let's listen. Dylon, Dylon. I mean, y'all have seen the strikeout numbers just continue to climb. They, I mean, his stuff, We and again, look back. Remember where we were at the beginning of the season. Beginning mm-hmm. of the season, we were like, yo, sticky stuff is definitely what makes Dylon Dylon? He's 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 just fine. He currently he's I don't, better. If I'm not mistaken, you. at the moment, he holds the White Sox single season record right now for K nine. And I strongly feel that that's gonna carry over. I mean, especially especially. In the postseason, people that make contact with your pitches make hard contact with your pitches that do more damage. So if you can strike somebody out like Dylan can do, that plays at the postseason level. Okay. And I think that he will do very well. Okay. I like that. I think you're a little crazy for taking Dylan Cease. I mean, it's a little crazy, but you see, but, but you see where I'm coming from. I did well. His strikeout numbers are incredible this year. Exactly. 
I mean, there are soft contact. I mean, the soft contact guys in the league are very few and far between these days. You've got ground ball pitchers, but you don't have a lot of soft contact guys, right? Yeah. Uh, in regard to pitchers. Um, Dylan Cease definitely relies on the whiff. He relies on his stuff being absolutely ridiculous, right, to be his best. And by the way, Raylo had some sick ass whiffs during the Reds game. Okay, just I mean, ju- don't I, I know I don't know. hate on Raylo. I'm Straight telling up. you, Lasik Lopez is here to stay. <laughs> I, I want I honestly want to see him in some high. I would not be afraid to put him in high leverage situations in the DS. Mm-hmm. I'll be the, honest with the red fucking if, especially if it the, comes down to him eyes him mm-hmm. jose ruiz or dallas keichel i want to see reynaldo lopez without a doubt yes full stop yes um my guy who i expect to have an absolutely insane october because this guy just shines in the spotlight it's the reason why i'm wearing this jersey right now mm-hmm. is because he shined on the big stage on national television in the corn game the corn game shouts the tor for the corn game ism <laughs> but it's who's who, what number is on the back there tom on, that, the, on this field of dreams jersey that misshapen number is ta7 baby misshapen due to dh gate okay <laughs> it's really not that bad it's really not bad it's not bad for especially for a 30 dollar jersey i love that take though i love that take as this offense goes or pardon me i messed this phrase up already as T.A. goes, this offense goes. Mm-hmm. T.A.'s healthy. He's ready to go. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder because of this whole suspension bullshit. Tim Timmons can go. Sorry, I, Steve. You know what? It's your, That's okay. I'm sorry. It's lighting the fire underneath his ass. He had a great October last year in those games in Oakland. Tons of hits. Bro had nine hits. Exactly. Like what? In three games. It's That shouldn't. that Three games. That shouldn't. That shouldn't. Okay. And he's looking for more. Tim just shines on the big stage. Oh, he That's does. That's what he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, on the day-to-day, you definitely see, you know, t- Tim have some rough games. You definitely see him make his mistakes. But when it comes to big game situations, when it comes to being on the national stage, this is where Tim Anderson shines. And this is the guy who I really think is going to have an insane postseason with the White Sox. Sorry, Treasy. Big game James is definitely in the past. Big game Tim Anderson is just does not have the same ring. I mean, but it's damn true though. It's damn true though. <laughs> well, me some, well, me some big game James. Uh, <laughs> when is he gonna get his pitching coach job? That was something that was rumored. Oh yeah, <laughs> Whoa, with the White Sox. I mean, maybe it wasn't rumored. Maybe just the one hundred eight guys tried to speak Fair. into existence, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any guy on this roster right now, Tom, going into October, that you want to show up more, and and you think is going to show up more? I mean, there's a lot of hate for Craig Kimbrell, but I think this is going to be the postseason he puts it together. And call me a homer, like I I, I he's had his postseason struggles, and mm-hmm. we actually haven't seen him for a few games. Um, but I really think that he's going to, I, I think I'm pretty sure as of right now, he holds the infinity gauntlet because he's the most recent player to have pitched a uh, three strikeout inning. So uh, 
that's the whole thing where they have a Lego Infinity Gauntlet in the bullpen, and whoever does a three-strikeout inning gets the. I've blah, never blah, heard blah. of that. You have good to know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what an Infinity Gauntlet is either. Steve, please. This is a Lord of the Rings reference. Steve, oh my god, you boomer. That's Infinity War. There's a listener out there that's triggered right now for uh, you yes. calling me a boomer. Yes, they are. Um, Infinity War, like, Endgame. Oh, uh, it's a Marvel, Marvel thing. Gotcha. Thanos. Not my the thing. The Infinity Gauntlet. Um, it's literally the entire. Buddy of the podcast, Justice Almon. Be very appreciative of that. Wow, I am not a Marvel Steve. guy. I have not watched Whoa. any of those Marvel movies. I did. I have not, not seen what's the one Infinity War. Uh, stop, or please. Whatever. You're hurting me, Steve. Yeah. Good lord, you are not with the times. Nah, uh, no, no, not no, no, my just, not just, my nerd circle. You pay attention wow. to Marvel while I pay attention to advanced statistics. Yes. I mean, hey, power to you, but also... And music. You're not I, a big music guy. I did not see this part of the segment going this direction anyway. Liam put together a Lego <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet, and they toss, they traded around the... Whoever has the three-strikeout inning gets it in their locker. That's like the whole thing. Okay. And currently... Craig is the holder of the Infinity Gauntlet because he did it mo- did it most recently. To my knowledge, I know he had it recently. Point being, he might be getting it together at the exact right time. And again, he's had his postseason yep. struggles, but I think this is—I mean, he—he's got stuff to prove. Right. Full stop. He's got stuff to prove. Yeah. Let's—he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Pro- Probably. For sure. And this can cement his place there. He doesn't have... Oh, right? does he have a ring with Boston? He does. Okay. He didn't play a critical role in the postseason because of his postseason struggles, however. Um, he played an incredibly vital role as the closer for that 2018 club, though. All right. I'm going to go with another guy in the bullpen. And I say this because the question is, you know... Who do you need to see more of or hasn't shown enough? Right. And hasn't shown enough to me, I'm taking this as, like, workload. You know where I'm going with this? Oh, my God. You're sporting it a little bit up here, too, with the man bun today. (laughs) Tommy's sporting a little bit of a man bun up here up top of his head. I don't know if this is because the in-laws are in town. It's because I was t- doing a full time job of cleaning the damn house there it today, is. and it couldn't. I couldn't he have couldn't hair in my eyes. He couldn't get his hair into it, guys. Oh my god, his <sighs> hair! Just beautiful say hair. Michael Kopech's name, okay? Like especially with the Rodon injury, you saw Kopech piggyback on Rodon. Yeah, um, yeah. I in, I hear you. In the most recent game. Yep, I absolutely love that for him. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it, mm-hmm. and I know that he hit his his streak of, of kind of getting hit hard, yeah, and whatnot. I think a lot of I think Kopech's figured it out. He's looked a lot more solid in his last few outings, mm-hmm. and on top of that, the stuff is just absolutely filthy. You know, the stuff is there. It yes, it never was not, and he's always and he's another guy. Big time situations, loves yes. Them. Yes. Loves those big-time situations. Yes. And uh, I, I know you really wow. can't measure that mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, it's not really a measurable statistic or whatnot. But I, Michael Kopech, amazing stuff. 
has had great savant numbers throughout the year if you're you know a nerdy guy like me and oh, you're looking at that yeah, shit you got a big brain over there steve yeah what can i say i'm self-righteous <laughs> yep um and then on top of that he's getting put into a role where i think he's a lot better in a multi-ending role. Yeah. Kopech as, is as way better as a multi-ending guy yeah, than he is a one-ending guy. Yeah, a reliever. Please do not pigeonhole him into a one-ending situation. <laughs> I, I I hope T.O.R. learned that this year. Yeah. About Kopech. No, he, he's, he's not a multi-ending guy. He's the starter oh, of the future. Pardon me, he is a multi-ending guy. He's not a one-ending guy. He's the starter of the future. We know this. Future ace. Yeah. And um, this is I, – I couldn't agree with you. I love that take. Um, I, I'm surprised that we went with in our answers here. We only named one position player because we are going to be pitching dependent. We know the bats are going to be there, especially with the evidence of this last week. Right. Bats Absolutely. Are, bats are going to come through. I'm not I, I worried strongly about the bats. think so. Eloy has gotten his groove back. Yoan Mankata is doing what Yoan Mankata needs to do in this yes. offense. Yasmani Grandal is on an absolute tear. Yes. Going into Tuesday. He had a 500 OPS since coming off the IL. I this guy Yasmani is not real, guys. He's not a. Did human I say OPS? Being. I meant OBP. I 500 uh, OBP, getting I mean, on base once every two at bats. Wait, that's a lot better. I literally, I didn't even register the number. I was just like, yeah, stats. 500 <laughs> on base percentage. The man is unbelievable. Before and, yesterday's and that's, game, and, I think. Oh, that slugging I know is crazy. I know that slugging is crazy. Anyway, yeah, I, I didn't see us going there, and here we are. And, and you know, Tim, like I said, straw. Um, Luis has been stupid. MVP. P caliber. He is up there. In and he's this. getting better. Mm-hmm. He just keeps getting better with time. It's he's fine un- wine, it's, baby. It's not real. Dude's it's fine wine. So we're excited. I, I'd say the thing to do for me now is, like, especially with a team playing the way that it's playing, I'm not scared. I'm not setting anything on fire anymore. I want to start God. researching. I know. I wanted to slap you. I, I, well, <laughs> I felt scared, bro. I want to start researching this Astros team a little bit more because I know their position players, their pitching is younger because Zach Greinke is kind of in not a real role right now. Well, yes, and, and Lance Verlander is out for the year. Mm-hmm. Verlander's out th- for the year. McCullers is McCullers, so he's going to be fine, not it's been good. Solid. Um, he's been solid this year. But there's like that Urquidy's guy. You got Jose Urquidy. You have Framber Valdez. Yeah, yeah. Those are your two young guys. I think that are those really are the ones that I'm worried about. Um, and you know, that I think it's it's prudent to look into this team before we run into them. Is all I'm saying. Because it, it, I mean, we're on a collision course, and it is the team. I, I stand by this. They're the team I'm most scared of in the playoffs. If we get through Houston, I think the pennant is ours to lose. If we get through Houston, I agree with you for the most part, as long as it isn't the Junkies yeah. who we face <laughs> in the playoffs. Because I don't know what it is against this this Yankees team, but we just don't match up well against them. Um, a lot of close games against them too, though. They've had a lot of close games um, against the Yankees, so maybe I'm my fear isn't as justified. Uh, but Houston, yeah, I think Houston is. I'm not afraid of Tampa Bay. I'm not afraid of Boston. I'm not afraid Mm -hmm. of Seattle if they're the team that comes out. I'm not afraid of 
Um, who else? Is Toronto. Toronto. We've taken care of Toronto this year. So, yeah. No, Houston. Houston, for sure. Especially if we're not the team that has home field advantage. Yeah. Minute Maid Park has a lot of cameras. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh wait! Did you just hear that? Tom? I think that was um. Can I, I let me listen closely again? Yeah, no, that's yeah, a trash yeah. can. That's oh, a, I, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> do you have, sir? Good sir, we are cl- nearing our uh, the end of our time together. Do we yes. have final thoughts? Because we are limited to one hour, folks. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. for your listening We've pleasure. We've never gone over one hour ever before. <laughs> <laughs> As I said last week when I told you not to freak out <laughs> yeah. I'm extremely excited for playoff baseball Yeah I knew this team was going to get it together They've gotten together I think they're going to continue this over the next three games against Detroit I'm going to be there for two of them I'm really excited wow, to catch you're gonna get there. Yeah, 39 yeah. regular season games this year mm. And I'll say this right now I'll save the whole like let's get fired up for the playoffs next week when we record Sure Yeah true True, true. Um, I'm going to say this regular season, I'm going to focus on the regular season. It's been an absolute privilege to watch this team day in and day out, watch them grow as a team, right? watch them come together, right? go through adversity, get through injuries, mm-hmm. get through tough times, continue to battle it out, go through a rough second half of the season, and pick up the tempo as we were hoping they would. And on top of that, 39 games, about how many of those were at home? I want to say minus six. That'd be like 33 yep. at home, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it's more like 31 at home. That being said, for a guy that has a 20-game package and sold some of those 20-game package games because I couldn't go to them, catching games on the weekdays, catching games on the weekends, it's been a pleasure to meet so many people at the ballpark, to meet so many people on the road. This year. Yeah, you goofball. I met new people in Baltimore. I met new people in Pittsburgh. I met new people in Milwaukee. Someone who's not even on Twitter who listens to this podcast in Milwaukee. Kansas City was a blast. Got to stay with somebody who I never would have expected to stay with. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. No, a a, a thousand percent. This has been a really fun ride. And I think like, don't don't even if, okay, God forbid we get bounced in the ALDS. This has been a ride to remember. Absolutely. And and you know as much as the AL Central champs pennant flag whatever that we end up putting up there, as much as that's not what we're aiming for this season because we almost expected that going into the season. That banner is gonna fly, absolutely. You know, like that, they, we are forever the 2021 AL Division champs. Fuck the Twins, you know. Like we, like Twins, <laughs> Cleveland, Detroit, Kansas City. Let them know it's man. ours, man. I want to be a member time we play. Thirteen years we've been waiting for this, and we started this podcast, Tom, when we were a 99 loss team. Just remember that. Yeah, I oh yeah, Steve, I remember. I was a big Wellington Castillo fan. The Welly bandwagon. Let's go, baby. No, um, but that tells you how far we've come. You know, we literally have an all-world catcher. Tom? I'm so happy. I, 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 I'm so glad you brought all that up. 
I'm so happy. In Han we trust. Win the whole fucking thing we must. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, stay tuned next week for a playoff breakdown. Let's go, baby.